welcome to the quiet storm. <laughs> the quiet storm. What, what should be your radio name? Joey Dollars, not on. <laughs> Joey Dollars. Uh, that's not bad, although it sounds like a stripper name. It's definitely not a quiet storm, DJ. <laughs> no. It's always like uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, or like uh, downtown Joe Brown. Just like always some. <laughs> Lightning Jack Kersey. Oh, my God. You are just like better at the names than I am. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really saying random shit. That comes <laughs> it's about the voice in the quiet storm. And look at you pouring the shots. Okay, so this evening's podcast is uh, our top five mm-hmm. romantic R&B songs from 2001 to 2010. The 2000s? The 2000s. Now, do most people consider 2000 part of that? Maybe. I don't know. Because I always feel like you have to, if it's, you know, I don't know, if it's, in the, if it's the 90s, would it be from 90 to 99 or? <laughs> yeah. Right. So maybe I should have included, two, I don't know. So, I don't think it makes a difference, yeah. honestly. So, none of my songs were at the edges. <laughs> so. That's the other thing. Okay. So this took you a minute to find your, your last song. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a hard era. There's a lot of songs. Yeah, I think there's a lot of songs, but I don't think there's a lot of like great romantic R&B songs from that era. I will totally agree with that because as I was looking through the top 100 songs for every year in that decade, it was all everything's like fast beats. Yeah. It's all like uh, dance tracks or hip hop or or songs hard like, rock or R&B that's not about romance. Romance, yeah. So, ooh, we got a rain alert. A brief shower will begin around 10.39 p.m. So, like, right now. In five minutes, yes. It's 10.34. <laughs> we'll see. So, all right. Let's take a sip of water. And do you want to kick it off with your number five? I don't know. We should take this shot first. Okay, let's do the shot. Cheers. Cheers. My number five is Genuine's Ooh. Differences. Oh, my God. I took it off mine. That was one of my main ones. I took it off my list because it was something else that I like better, obviously. But Differences was the bomb song. And yeah. I liked um, So Anxious is actually my favorite song from him. Mm-hmm. But Differences worst fucking video but a great great song yeah, it's a really bad video <laughs> it's a really it's a bad, video. Really bad I, video he's like floating and shit I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make any it. sense it, no it, not at all it doesn't make sense i don't know who came up with the idea for the video but the song it's it was too good of a song to not try and do something i guess yeah and it's a beautiful song um it i like that um you know differences it's just in the title so like you're you're going to be different yeah you know you just gotta um 
like people i i see people all the time saying you know like well we're, we're too different you and i are like night and day mm-hmm. in terms of personality you're saying that because you're black i'm black and you're white is that why you're saying that absolutely um you brought it up so we races together see look um but um i'm much more of like a energizer bunny Mm -hmm. and you're not saying you're not energetic too but you're much more laid back more calm demeanor you know um i'm all up in everybody's everything Mm -hmm. the weird part is i've actually been accused many times of having like an over uh, like being all everything about you is so dramatic it's really not my stuff though everything that's going on it ain't none of my shit Mm -hmm. i'm talking to you about other people's shit true so maybe i'm a gossip is what i could be but but my stuff ain't never dramatic you're gossip but not a personal dramatic there you go what's what's Um, your number five but wait a minute differences um what was so anxious there was the one like tight jeans or something in those jeans in those jeans and then pony which was like that was the one that really propelled him yeah but did he have something after this though and uh no disrespect to genuine or his fans um he was like the ugliest good-looking guy he was he was done up very well yeah yeah the 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 abs was like Bam, you know. So yeah, he, 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 had a, he was a nice looking guy though, but he just seemed almost too like they wanted him to be a pretty boy, but that didn't seem like it was his fit. Or it's just like way too like it's a lot of Processed. maintenance. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of maintenance to look that way. So yeah, and he's a good looking guy on his own. You know, he's not you know um, ugly in any in any sense of any kind of ugly word but you know mm. he's a good looking guy and he could sing his ass off and he was a good dancer yeah i think the dancing was the big mm-hmm. thing when he first came out yeah you know like all around i would have loved to see where else he could have went but i feel like after it's a wrap yeah it's, at this point so it's, it's a whole wrap what's his real name he has some elgin something, something yeah some weird name okay um love calls by kem uh, is my number five that's a good call I would I would kill if they would do a, a dwell mm-hmm. and chem tour. Yeah, would be they surprised. they both had some really good songs. Mm. They could add Life Jennings. I'll be good to go. Uh, Life Jennings, he would need to stay out of trouble. You know. <laughs> but yeah, love love calls. That's my jam. I love that song. That's a good one. I didn't even think about that. Song. <laughs> it's a really good song, and there's um. I like the, if you go on YouTube, there's tons of him singing those live. Mm -hmm. And he is another one. Everybody on my list except number three. Because I have not uh, heard this person live. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, Actually, I did hear this person live once. um, Now that I think about it. So we'll we'll discuss it when it comes up. But... All these people are those singers that when they're live, it's better than the recording. Yeah. And I just, oh my gosh, when I can come across a singer, like 
Sam Smith is like way better. Adele is way better. Beyonce, you know, they all do live performances mm. so well. And they, they hit those notes or they come real close and they make it still very interesting. You know, if they have some kind of crazy note in their song or something. They know how to spice it up yes. for the live crowd. Yes, very much so. But yeah, that. Love Calls by Kim, number five. Do you think that that's a, that's a good thing to have in an, a romantic R&B song? Is someone that actually knows how to sing? Is that a big part of it? I think... Um, You know what? Because I know you're a, f- a fan of, um, and I, I don't want to, because I don't know what's on your list, but I know you're a fan. What's the chick from Flowetry that you... Marsha Ambrosius? Yeah. Like, I'm not a fan, but you really liked her. I mean, she's a good singer. You know, and I just didn't think so. But then I heard her, I saw her um, again on YouTube, and uh, she did like a few live performances, and I saw them, and so... She went chuk, chuk, chuk up in yeah. you know, and how I how I looked at her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I don't think she put out music that was. It didn't reflect her well. I mean, it, it wasn't great. I think she's a better writer than she was a artist. Though. Oh, really? She wrote a lot of their stuff, right? Well, she was like, actually, one of the songs on here is that she she wrote. She wrote a couple of. Um, I think when they came out, they were like a couple of people that she was writing stuff for and I think I like those songs more but I also couldn't picture her singing those songs uh-huh. and I think when she put because she she finally put out an album and I don't I don't know if it was that it took so long or what but I wasn't really into the album uh, the way I thought I'd be based off of her but who knows I don't know she is a good live performer though she like knows how to play the crowd, you know, and not every artist knows how to do that. Can't get the water bottle open. No, I couldn't. Well, that was <laughs> that was a big thing of flowetry. I think their live performances were um, key to making a lot of fans. Yeah, I'm like that with uh, I like Jill Scott when she's her live performances and stuff. She's they know really what, they really know, good. They know what they're doing. Yes. Um. Number yeah. Spe- number four. Speaking of Marsha Ambrosius, the song that <laughs> I was seriously, yeah, I wasn't. Um, I didn't immediately think about the song, but then when I was looking at, you know, pages that had songs that came out in that era, Michael Jackson's "Butterflies." Oh. She, she wrote that with. I have to, okay. So send me your list when we're done. That's I don't. I don't think I've heard that. It was off of that Invincible album that came out. Mm-hmm. But I think I only... It was one of the first songs that hit radio. I think it got a lot of radio. It's just like a... It's got a cool groove. It's a very sweet song. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think for someone who was in the Jackson 5 and like knew or would sing songs that were like romantic for that era, it felt like that matured years later like it's not like overly sexual it's like definitely when i think of the term romance i think the lyrics like because it's got a very catchy uh chorus and i think 
That's like. No, I've heard his. I know his his version. I don't think I've known hers. No, I'm saying she wrote the song. Oh, she wrote that. Yes. Oh, she oh wrote see, a, I totally. There missed. were a couple songs I believe that she wrote on that album. Okay, so now I'm gonna have to go back and listen so I can, because not that it, it should make a difference, but knowing that she wrote it. Yeah. You know, I'll, I I want to go back and listen to the song. Yeah, it's very simple. I think it's very simple um lyrically. The my number one is like the most simplistic song. Yeah. And so yeah, I think simple and kind of straightforward is, you know, can be very romantic where some people, you know, feel like they kind of need more much. poetry to try, you know, and it doesn't mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't need to be all that. Yeah. What's, so what's your number 4? The Truth by India Ari. Oh, uh, yeah. That song always makes me think of you. Ever since it came out, mm-hmm. it, it's how I look at you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, from beginning to end. And um, she's got a beautiful voice. Yeah. And um, she's one of those people I think is like low-key kind of underrated. I think and, she's um, underrated in the mainstream, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think uh, black people know and appreciate her. I think white people should should jump on board. Yeah, but I also I also I'm not sure she's making music that is gonna like immediately appeal to white people because she's and so, I don't think she's worried. I don't think that's no, her no, target no. audience. No, you no, know, no. I think she she knows what she's doing. But uh, it would be dope to see someone her or someone like her get more mainstream appeal. But I don't think. In her current iteration, it's going to happen at all. No, I and I, I do like a lot of her music. Another one who is great at perf- at live performances, and um, she has such a what's the word the term I'm looking for? like a grassroots mm-hmm. type of appeal. Yeah, you know where um, it's very um, earthy. And um, almost like like a modern hippie kind of vibe, mm-hmm. you know. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I I like that. It's just very natural, you know. Very um, well, you know. I don't want to. I don't know what the term I'm looking for, but it very mature, you know. But not like old mature. Just like it's a mature. She her songs just come across very mature mm-hmm. and this is how you have a mature relationship and this is how you discuss things like an adult and and I like her, her whole flow. Burn. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. Right. And what is your tres? My number 3 is uh Alicia Keys, you don't know my name. There was another um, Alicia Keys. I can't remember which one it was. Um, no, that's the one. That's the one with, uh, what's his name in the video? Most Def. Most Def, yeah. I was, uh, that was on, that was on my list. It got bumped. <laughs> yeah. I like, that's probably one of the few songs that I, I'm not saying I'm not an Alicia Keys fan, but I think when I think of songs I genuinely like of hers, that's probably one of the top. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, and I think the, they did a good job with the video. Oh, the video was adorable. You know, her in the diner and most Def coming in for lunch every day. And he's ordering the same thing. And but she's it, crushing on him. And, but they make it modern because she has the whole phone call with him. And yeah. Like I love the phone whatever, call part. Like, and it was like the whole Verizon. Can you hear me now thing? Yeah. No, <laughs> it, was, it was it was very smart. 
Mm-hmm. Especially in terms of like a modern love song. I don't know how romantic it is, but. No, I like the idea of, um, you know. Her having it, an imaginary it, conversation with somebody yeah. that she doesn't really know. It's Well, it's not that dissimilar from like how we met. You know, we were kind of like across the room from each other, not really. We're, knowing who the other one was really 100 percent. you know so you know i get that and there's that that thing about you know how do you tell somebody that you're you're feeling them you know mm-hmm. we have a son going through that right now yeah he's just um, getting started and you know how do you tell somebody that you're you're seeing every day that there's certain i want to get to know you yeah. i feel something mm-hmm. for you without right. like freaking them out or sounding like a cornball 100 percent you know, so that that song's like it, it delves into that whole thing. And we've all been through that. You know, but, everybody's been through that. But so. I think I think the key with something like this, though, is kind of like. You have like it's it's for people who like you see somebody all the time, but you have no reason to talk to them. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, you know. And I, I, I mean, I'm not going to say it can't happen in like a Nebraska, but I'd imagine something like this is more you're on your way to work. You're like, I think New York is probably big like that because people probably take the same route to mm-hmm. go places all the time. So you're going to naturally. We're much more habitual than we realize. Yeah, you're going to bump into the same people, especially if you have the same like routine of going out. Um, and that was the thing with him. Like he always ordered the special. Yeah. Remember yeah, like I, in the video? Yeah. yeah. I think because like, yeah, in the video she worked at the restaurant, so she always saw him, but like she knew his schedule because he would be mm-hmm. there to do, to get his food or whatever all the time. So I don't know. It's just interesting. No, it, I, it's one of my favorite videos. I really, mm-hmm. <clears throat> really, really like that song. And the video was why it was almost, was part of the reason why it was almost on my list. That makes sense. Because I really like the video. They just did a really good job with it. Now, what? the song that bumped it. Uh-oh. Is this song? Is this song. What song was that? Because of the video, too. Fallen by Maya. Uh, yeah, I was I was contemplating putting that on my list. That is my, you know, that's my jam. I love, mm. I love Maya. I love that song. Um, of all her songs, that's my favorite. That makes sense. Um... You know, it is uh, a stalker thing, but <laughs> in the video, yeah, yeah. but, um, uh, and dude is way too cute. And the guy that she's stalking, he's kind of cute. And, um, but it's just, I feel like it's one of those, uh, if you could get away with it, mm-hmm. you know, but you're, you're, you're too shy to speak to them about it yeah but you are watching Mm -hmm. you know you maybe you're not following him and trying to you know have your subway train catch up with his car you know like they did in a video yeah it took it to the extreme you know and she snuck into his apartment and took a bath in his (laughs) in his bathroom that shit is wild um but then she left her jeans she would get arrested she you know um well maybe he's already got handcuffs that's I. That's assuming he would want to do something <laughs> with her after she snuck into his house. And... She is really, really attractive. She's like yeah. so. She's so pretty. She's so cute. Um, but crazy is crazy. <laughs> I mean, you okay. Could... So let me ask you. Okay. So if who do I who do I know that I'm pretty sure you think is ugly? Uh... Okay. 
So if the person I just named to you uh-huh. was stalking you versus Maya stalking you. I mean, of course. <laughs> but I think the but thing is. Would you be flattered if somebody that looked like Maya was stalking you? I mean, that's probably one of the emotions I would have. <laughs> but I think it's also kind of like if this person act is acting crazy, I don't think it matters how attractive they are. Like if I feel threatened, I feel threatened. How would you feel if you went into your bathroom and found some women's jeans and the and this this mirror's it, all steamy? It would be weird. I would feel like I was getting like I was haunted. I wouldn't even assume a stalker, which is I would I don't know if I'd assume a stalker, but I would imagine somebody got in my shit and I'd have to find out where the hell they were. <laughs> they they because they don't have any pants on right now. <laughs> that was the she stole his robe. Mm-hmm. Mm mm mm. She left her pants though. I did think it was weird. The uh, she's in his bathtub, and then she's uh, swimming underwater, doing this like it's too much acro- you know underwater acrobatic stuff. And I don't know why I'm sitting here flowing my arm back yeah. and forth like <laughs> you're really doing some rapid yes, hand shit. you know. But that's the part that I was like, really. They had to. They had to have a segue in the song. Like, I guess. did she? How many times did they have to stop so she could get a breath? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. I would imagine so anyway. I did not yawn. Okay. What number was that for you? That was my number three. All right. So my number two is a song I personally really like, although it's got like a tragic, uh, Uh a tragic uh, ending to it, but it's Aaliyah's Rock the Boat. Oh, okay. Um. I just like in terms of thinking of like a more like romantic island flavor. I don't mm-hmm. think you get any better than Rock the Boat. Although I guess you could probably counter that that's a little more sexual or sensual than romantic. But uh, I to think a it degree, works. they all flow together, though. I think it works, and I think it it showed like. I mean, it's it's sad. It was literally the last video mm-hmm. that she worked on, but I think it showed like her like taking risks and trying to be more mature with what she was doing. And because you know, we all know what happened. You know, on the way back when they were done filming that video. Yeah. I actually, I don't know if that's why. I think that's part of the reason why I don't like that song. I was always a big fan. Of I it. I feel like. Partly because of that song and and that video, that that's why everybody lost her. Well, it's funny because well, I shouldn't say it's funny, but it's interesting because apparently that song wasn't even going to be a thing. Like the producer wasn't really feeling it, and he was a producer who, if he didn't like something that he was working on, he would just delete it and start something else. Hmm. But it happened to be. I think this guy passed to this guy, Static Major, who was working with like Missy and Timbaland and mm-hmm. a lot of Aaliyah's stuff. Um, that he, was the crew, right? It was like Missy, yeah. Genuine, they Aaliyah. Had, they had a whole squad. Timbaland. Yeah. Who else was in there? Was it just them four? It was Magoo. It was a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think the one writer heard, he like randomly heard part of the song through some headphones and liked what he heard. So he wrote, he literally wrote the hook. And then they started coming up with the song, but it almost didn't happen. Oh, wow. Um, and then it also sounds like uh, the label wasn't necessarily into that. They wanted to do something that had more of like a Timbaland vibe. And this was totally different than what she was putting out. 
um, but she really fought for it. So it's kind oh, of, wow. it's kind of weird. Like she really fought for it. They flew out to the islands mm-hmm. to make the video and all that stuff. Like it was. It's a beautiful video. It's a and it's a beautiful song. It's just it's just weird how, like it almost didn't happen. And if it didn't happen, who knows what would have happened to her? Mm-hmm. She she could for all intents and purposes still be here now if yeah. that song was never made. But absolutely. She had that whole um, sexy mystique vibe about her. Yeah, she used to cover her eye. Mm-hmm. With her hair. No one knew why. I think she just thought it looked dope. It did, though. But it was, because it, like, some people do that when they have like, uh, what you call it? Like a lazy eye? Mm-hmm. She didn't. It, she just did it. I have pictures um, that I was looking through on my, my profile pics a few days ago. Uh-huh. And... Um, when my hair was like super long mm-hmm. and at that point I was letting it come over and so come, like come over part of my eye. So, and it was just, um, I remember going to work and the guys were like, oh, so you're trying to like, is that like your, your veil? And I'm like, no, it was actually just, my hair was annoying trying <laughs> to keep it behind my ear. So I just did it that way cause it was easier. It's not my veil. It's called my hair guys. <laughs> Jesus. No, I part the hair on my legs to the side. <laughs> there you kidding. go. There you go. <laughs> got to keep it. Got to keep it professional. You know. What's your, what's your number two? Okay. Um. Despite the phenomenal video. Okay. I just like the song a uh-huh. lot. Untitled, D'Angelo. Yeah, I was I was gonna that was gonna be on mine, but it's it's not even my favorite song on the album, but no. it is it is a but it's 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 a big one. It is a big one. It's a I I feel like the whole vibe is like you said, mm, mm, eh, on maybe not quite so romantic as it is sensual. Yeah, and I will and just say sexual yeah. on that one too. Um. But, you know, for forget the fact that, like, he looked amazing in the video. We all know that. And, you know, like, was he naked? Was he not naked? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he was he was so into the song mm-hmm. and so into singing it. Right. And, like, and it was such just a, a raw version of him singing it in that video yeah. that it just, I think it just, you know... Like you had a piece of him that he wasn't really wanting to give you, mm-hmm. um, and now you can watch it over and over again, you yeah. know. But um, and and it cost him dearly to do that video. Well, yeah, that song fucked his career. Up. Yep, you know it. It did beautiful things, but then like trying to maintain it is what fucked it up. I should say. And um, but and, and the fucked up part is because I remember when you know all these. Uh, other musicians were like fucking with him and it was all this news pieces about other but it really came down to mostly it was men fucking with him about being like uh, sexy on the video Yeah, and I'm like but the women we were all like what's the problem because you guys been taking that from us mm. for years and you know we didn't take it like he was being sexual in mm. the video. Like it was just, you know, him talking about 
that relationship and being raw with it. That mm. was kind of more how I think a lot of women took it. Word. And, you know, men made him pay a price that just he didn't, he shouldn't have had to pay. Word. You know, I didn't take the video like it was him trying to be sexy. Um, he, you know, he's, he's young and like in his early twenties at that point, mm -hmm. like that, that's like a normal guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't take it like it was an overt sexual, I'm in your face yeah. with my fantastic body. That wasn't what it was. No. You know, he wasn't like in heels and with like some low cut top on and, you know, like they have women in the videos, you know, with like wearing a thong and shit like that. It wasn't anything like that. Yeah. You know, there was no him grinding on the floor. Mm -hmm. There was none of that. No. You know, it was just him in the moment singing that song. Looking like he was getting some fellatio. Mm-hmm. It's a weird song. I like the song a lot. It's a very good song. He's got a great voice, though. Um, It actually makes me want to go back and listen to the album. But, uh, voodoo, yeah, yeah, but it's funny because, like, the rest of the album isn't really on that vibe. It's literally like, like, there's a lot of different vibes on that album, but I think they kind of the they, third shot that we took just is kicking in right now, <laughs> yeah. And I'm having like a horrible hot flash. Your belly's warm, and, oh my gosh, my yeah. everything is warm, but uh, I think that didn't sound right, but it, go ahead. But <laughs> I think the thing is, is like. Even for, like, an album like Voodoo, it definitely has, like, its own vibe. It's all, I mean, cause it's, it's almost like the most princey type song. That it, okay, I'm glad you said it that way because when I've listened to Voodoo, and I've listened to it many times over the years, uh -huh. um, some of the songs, and I can't name, I'm not like you, I can't just name all the songs off the top of my head or whatever, Yeah. but um, it's very much like an adventure yes. when you're on that album because it like takes you up and then it takes you over here and it takes you over there and yeah. it like and it doesn't feel like like there's necessarily a flow yeah it's to the album it it kind of just like here's all these great songs that i feel i made yeah and here they are yeah, I, mean, I think they tried but i think um it like thriller to me had like a definite flow. Yeah. Um Purple Rain had a flow. Uh-huh. You know, um you know, and you get that with a lot of albums. You can feel it go like one kind of vibes into the next. Mm. I didn't feel that with Voodoo. Yeah. I think it that I think it definitely if I'm not mistaken it was structured more like you would listen to an album on a cassette and I believe midway is like side b of the the cassette i just remember untitled was one of the last songs it might mm -hmm. have been the second to last song and it definitely felt like a departure from everything else you know when i listen to um and i <laughs> i only do this with with a uh, prince but when i'm listening because i i had uh, 1999 on vinyl. Oh my god, um, I had Purple Rain on vinyl. You know, we had the um, what's the one when he left Warner Brothers? Uh, oh my god, I can't think of the title. Uh, I don't remember. Okay, um, is that the Diamonds and Pearls? 
I don't think so. No, that was before. Um, but anyway, so, but Prince was, I feel like he was really good at putting a flow into his projects. Into his projects. Mm-hmm. So you went from like, so to the point that when I am listening to almost any Prince song, when it comes to the end, I know the song that's supposed to come up next on the album. Yeah. And I'm like, and then all of a sudden, like, Springsteen will pop on because I'm listening to the radio. I'm like, that's that ain't right. Like, it's supposed <laughs> to be, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be this one. Mm. Um, like, if I'm listening to Purple Rain, I know I would die for you. <laughs> it's gonna, like, it's gonna come point. up next. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's just you know, and, and it lets you know though how because I feel like we're less and less in in an album world. Yeah. And, you know, I think people should really take the time. To, if you like an artist, get the whole album. Yeah. Listen to the whole album. Because there's a reason why the album is put together the way that it is. Hopefully. Usually. If it's a Usually. good album. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you should do yourself um, a little education and... And listen to the entire thing because sometimes there's there's extra stuff in there that you won't catch unless you take the time to listen to the whole album. Sometimes it depends though. Sometimes artists are making albums just to make money. You're not wrong. So I th- I think the key because you're not wrong, but I think the key is to find the artist that's actually doing the album length project justice like adele does yeah somebody somebody that's really taking the time to put together a collection of songs that fit and make sense Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time because there's people that have like i don't understand an album like 20 songs on it give me like a solid 12 maybe 15 songs um maybe an interlude or something like that i think that's probably the i miss the interludes because 112 was good with the they had interludes all over black street they I, used black to have, street did a lot with that, yep. that one album had a lot of interludes on yep. it um but yeah i think that's kind of uh it's a lost art not to say people aren't doing it but I, it's definitely not being done ar- across the board the way it should be with new artists these days i agree so where are we at now that was my number two. Okay, so my number one's a curveball, but I could not include it on here when I thought about the other songs. This was the one that was like, it personified what I thought of in terms of romantic R&B. <laughs> Mariah Carey's We Belong Together. Trash. <laughs> I like that song. I like the song. I don't like much of her stuff, but when she, I think... The girl can blow. The but, first you gotta you gotta give her because there's not many singers that could have held a light to Mariah Carey when she was when she was doing it. But I think my key with Mariah is again, while there's a lot of stuff that she does that I don't like, I think the songs of hers that I really think she nails it. Mm-hmm. I really I really like she she's got a really. I don't want to say this. She pulls your heartstrings. But I don't even, it's not even that. I think it's like, I think she knows at this point in her career, like at least at this point, I think she knows how to really construct a song. Like she really, she, she has the concept of making music 
down pat. Mm-hmm. So if she knows, like, look, I'm going to make, like, this mid-tempo, like, I don't want to say sappy, but, like, you know, more romantic thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, like, the most mid-tempo, like, yes. most perfect version of what you think that would be. And I think We Belong Together really nails that, especially in a time where, like, I wasn't really fucking with anything. Like, that song stuck mm-hmm. that song stuck with me it's it's a really nice romantic uh this is us kind of song like this is us pulling ourselves together yeah. and you know and we're a couple fighting to get through this life yeah. kind of song and i and i think she did a good job of like sticking to that but also like adding all of the Mariah isms, all of the you well, know, you know what it is. She has melody. she has an ability with her with her singing voice to sound like she's really strong in how she's feeling. Yes, but also to sound um, unsure of herself, vulnerable, vulnerable. Yes, so um, almost like this is me. Please accept me. You yes. know, all, you know, yeah. Yeah. at the same time, hundred yeah. percent. You know, totally agree. And, yeah. So that's one of the qualities, you know, and I think because we all look at her like this perfectionist, um, it's hard to accept her when she's not being perfect. Yeah. Um, we could do it if she didn't bullshit her way through it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know, everybody makes mistakes. You know, just own up to it and move on. Right. Um, <laughs> you know. Shit would go much smoother. 100%. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, always in, in my head, there's a uh, certain singers that are, like, you know, they're they're up there. You know, you got, like, Mariah. Uh-huh. Um, you got Whitney. Uh-huh. You got, not, I'm not a huge fan, Celine. Yeah. Uh, Aretha. Uh-huh. You know, so there's certain singers that are up there. Yeah. You know, and she's going to always be on that pedestal because during the time frame where she kind of fucking owned it. Yeah. Which would have been around this era. Yeah. Um, you know, Beyonce, you know, and and I'm not knocking Beyonce because she could sing her ass off. Yeah. But to me, she's still not that Whitney, Mariah, Celine mm-hmm. level. I don't know why. It's probably because I think with Beyonce, while Beyonce can sing, mm-hmm. I think her thing has been more about the whole package. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're not just you're, get, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not yeah. just getting dynamic singing. You're getting the dance numbers, and you're getting mm-hmm. you know the the thought out videos and tours and all. And especially like now, where oh, she's yeah. she's amassed enough money to where like. All she'll do for a year is practice for a Coachella performance that she's then going to make millions off of selling the documentary to Netflix. Like, that's where her mind is at. She's she's trying to achieve it on a different level. And but at the same time where I would look at Celine and Whitney and and them, um, I don't put them on the same level as having a voice that's demanding to be heard with her message as I would Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's a thing because Beyonce is, uh, I don't, 
there's a purpose behind it. Yeah, I don't want to say like I think she feels she might feel like she's kind of it's because and her and Jay Z are, are on like a similar wave where it's like mm-hmm. we've achieved so much in this art form that we don't need to do something every year. We're only going to do something when we're compelled to do something yes. and know that when we do it, it's going to be a big fucking deal. Yes. For the most part. I don't think. I agree. People, I don't think people really fly because she like did a whole soundtrack album for the Lion King. And I don't know. Like, it, I think it was cool for like the weekend, but I don't think it resonated kind of like how. Uh, I didn't so even I, know that was a thing until yeah. you just said it. She Because she was a character in the movie and people assumed just like how Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. did the Black Panther thing that she was going to do it. And then she ended up doing it. But I think she the point with that was to like she included a lot of like African artists. Mm-hmm. Um, in it and I think that was probably the big deal but I think she's like that she's more interested in themes and concepts and you know doing as much as she can within that as opposed to just putting out another album which is kind of where like a Mariah Carey would, would shine because if Mar- Mariah Carey was just in the mood to put out a dope album she's just mm-hmm. going to put out a dope album not yeah. really worry about the rest of it <laughs> very true but all of this brings us to your number one. So Untitled was going to be my number one. Uh-huh. And then another song popped in my head. Okay. And it is by far one of my absolute most favorite songs. Uh-huh. The Point of It All, Anthony Hamilton. Yeah, it is one of your favorite songs. I freaking love that song. That's a really good song. It is a really good song. Um. And, and it's just the point of it all is I love you. Yeah. You know, so, and uh, remember I said it was, my number one was very simplistic. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple, straightforward, uh, you're my life, you're my everything, mm-hmm. I love you, you're the point of it all. Word. Done, you know. But he's got an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, another, another singer, I feel like uh, should have a bigger career. Than he than he's had. He's not had a small career, but you know. Yeah, I think again, I think similar to the NDRE thing though, I think he's more been catered to a certain audience. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think the white audience sees him as like someone that they could get into. And and it's always weird because um I have listened to a couple of his albums and stuff and the music is really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's good. Yeah. He's got some nice dance tracks. He's got some other very romantic, mm-hmm. you know, um, like kind of melt your woman kind of yeah. <laughs> songs. Yeah. And, um, you know, but uh, yeah, that song is just, oh my gosh. Word. That's, that's the jam. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another singer that is great at performing live. 100%, he's he's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. I have never seen him live. I've only seen him via YouTube. Thank God for freaking YouTube. Sure. Uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube should um, uh, sponsor the, the pod- podcast. Yeah. Um, Maybe we we'll put it on. We'll put it on YouTube. We need to get them uploaded. <laughs> yeah. If, if it, I, we'll talk about it off here. So, um, but yeah, Anthony Hamilton. The point of it all mm-hmm. is definitely my number one. That makes sense. Oh, him and Mariah should do a duet. That definitely makes sense. 
that actually their voices would probably go well together. I think I, <clears throat> no disrespect, but I feel like she would think he was a little too small to work with at this point. Mm-hmm. What career does she have now? She put on an album, was it last year? How did it do? It was critically a step up from her previous work. Mm. I only know the one song that was What was, was the bad the, movie that she did? Gl- and I never seen it, so I don't know if it was, was it bad. Glitter or glow, some shit like Glitter. That? Glitter. I never watched it. I never saw it. I I you know I'm I keep meaning I mean maybe I need I need to go watch it. I've wa- no. <laughs> I don't no? think that, I don't think that's necessary. Why? Have you watched any of her videos? Have you seen her acting in her videos? You're pretty much getting that for 90 minutes. What's your favorite Mariah song? Uh, Emotion? That's a good song. Maybe. She can hit that note in that one. Yeah, it might be Emotion. Or um. My All is my favorite from her. Fantasy is a good one too. I like uh, Honey. Honey's a good one. I think I like Upbeat Mariah more than... What's the one with... um? Oh my God, what the fuck is his name? Old Dirty Bastard? Yeah, ODB. That was the Fantasy Remix. Fantasy, yeah. yeah. That was the Remix one, right? Yeah. When they went through all the cities and states. <laughs> yeah, I... Jump, jump. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I think I'm, a, I'm more of a fan of Mariah's faster stuff up tempo and you know what and not everybody can do that so you know i give her credit because she's got good fast dance tracks yeah and with like a hip-hop vibe in there which is weird because she can't dance no she cannot (laughs) and um and then uh she's but she's also like one of the queens of ballads so yes 100 percent. you know uh it's really it's a it's a good mix to be able to claim a you know to claim that for both definitely so definitely and after we are done i'm going to listen to the point of it all 52 times because you know i do that i don't know why i do that my phone is still telling me that it'll be charged by 3 a.m you probably do that i'm still at 80 you probably do that because you like the song you think I mean, usually that's how that works, right? You listen to a song. Do you do that? Because I feel like I play a song out until like I'm sick of it. I I don't play. I won't play stuff back to back, but I'll play it often. Like if, if my boss listens to Eminem twenty four seven. Well, I think the and the other thing too is like I go through phases. Like usually on my phone like this and this is why i like putting music on my phone as opposed to just like streaming services like i'll put all the new songs from the year that i like and then i have like a folder of just random stuff that i've liked from previous years just but part of it is work because i need to make sure that come the end of the year you've heard i've I've listened to stuff mm-hmm. and you know 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 what i'm talking about when we're going to rank things but um if i'm like there's sometimes I, i'm i finished watching that show snowfall mm-hmm. which takes place in california and it's in like the 80s but what they'll do is like they played a version of 
that California Dreamin' song. Mm-hmm. But it was like this guy singing it. It was more like an older, like soulful vibe to it. Oh, wow. I'll listen to that randomly because I know I just watched the show. But like I won't listen to it three or four times in a row. You know what I mean? Like I'll play it. I'll play it maybe five or six times that week, just because I'll be thinking about it. But I won't sit there and have it on repeat for like twenty minutes. Yeah, I won't put it on repeat. But like, um, I don't know why. And I always seem to get into songs late. I don't know why I do that. Um, but like I've been for like three weeks. I've been listening to uh, a girl like you uh-huh. from Maroon Five. And I, just I know. over, I know, I know, you know, <laughs> like uh, a chameleon time. Like, I think the guys at work are about to kill me. Probably. Um, uh, but YouTube just keeps sticking it there. That's the, that's the one thing I hate about YouTube. Yeah. They, they it, it's good at knowing what you want to listen to or what you want to, <laughs> excuse me, what you want to watch, but it will keep feeding you that shit. The same shit over and over and over. And so I just click and it's just like going and then it goes, you know, because, um, what's her name? Cardi B is in it. So uh-huh. it'll go into like Cardi B songs. And then because Bruno Mars is in them, so it'll go into Bruno Mars songs yeah. and then, Somehow, some way, it knows that I like James Arthur, so it'll go to the one song of his that I like, and then, like, oh my gosh! YouTube and then in between dumb. all of it, it's like Adele and Sam Smith. YouTube's not dumb, but I mean, I think that's also like, if someone wanted to know a snapshot of what you listened to for the last like two years, you pretty much name the main artist. Yeah, but then I make sure I go in and like every now and then, and I'll go listen to. Do Me Baby by Melissa Morgan. Uh-huh. And then I'll throw in Patty LaBelle and Michael McDonald. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> so just so I'm not having to see the same stuff over and over and over and over and over. You you primarily listen to music through YouTube? Um, no. Okay. But you watch a lot of music videos. I do. It's it's wrong because I technically listen to a lot of music videos. It may seem different. You know, a stream um, is a stream is a stream. Yeah. When I'm playing, you know, sometimes I like the videos to play. So when I do happen to have a moment to glance at the screen, I can watch the video for a few moments or whatever. But, um, yeah, for the most part, it's um, when I'm at work, my screen is my email is up. Like that's the whole screen. But on top of my outlook is um our security cameras uh-huh. and then my uh my personal like internet window which is gmail the google calendar and youtube that's pretty much what's open all day long that makes sense and superhex that dot ma- io that makes even more sense i was talking to Kalila the other day uh-huh. and she heard me get mad because there was two other fuckers in superhex.io with my name. They were pretty unlimited. They were both pretty unlimited. I was like, you fucking asshole. So I had to go and find them and kill them and take them out. You got to start. You got to here I am, 48 years old, and felt like I was on a video game, and I had to take these fuckers out for taking my name. <laughs> and I was like, how old am I? You got to start using tipsycast.com <laughs> as your name. You know, or just switch prettyunlimited.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something. Get some, get some, uh. Get some clicks out of it. I started a super hex 
Facebook.io on Facebook. What do you mean? For for people that want to talk about it, but nobody's come to it. I just started like a week ago. <laughs> you started like a, a page? Group, a group. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder... Because I was like, just a place, to, like, uh, what else? I don't remember how I worded it, but it was something like, uh, if you want to uh, know the people behind the usernames. Mm-hmm. Do people chat in that game? There's no. There's I don't no... know if there's a chat option in there. There was for Slither, but I don't know how you can chat and, and play, play the at the same time. It's like impossible. Yeah. Um, ooh, this hot flash is killing me right now. So, um, but yeah, like I play against the same. I killed that. I'm only eight years old person. Uh-huh. I don't believe they're eight years old. Um, I killed them like 52 times today. There you go. Uh, there's a 76-year-old hippie. I killed them like, uh, he, they, and he normally, he or she normally kills me. I can't never beat them. And I killed them twice today. I was like, yes! Happy Friday. It was Friday. so I just dated the podcast. Okay. On that note. So, thank you so much for listening to the, tip, to the not, not tipsy cast on this one. I mean, it was kind of tipsy. We are tipsy. Um... But uh, let us know if you have any um, favorites for romantic R&B from the 2000s. True. And if you think we got one wrong, eh, whatever. Uh, Basically. Basically. (laughs) um, All opinions. And uh, hit us up in the comments and let us know what your thoughts are. What are your top five? Or at least uh, do you disagree with any of ours? Facts. and please, let's debate because I love nothing more on social media than to debate, to debate back and forth. See, all the, the uh, whiskey is in my lips. I can't <laughs> form words. <now>. Whiskey face. <laughs> whiskey face. Um, we'd like to thank all of our sponsors, but we don't have any, so fuck them. Um, but we do like to thank all the listeners. True Say indeed. thank you. Thank you, listeners. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and if you have any questions or have any advice you'd like to ask for, True. Uh, want us to discuss your situation on air, you can hit us up at prettyunlimited at gmail.com, Twitter at prettyunlimited, Instagram at pretty underscore unlimited, True. and Facebook, pretty unlimited. Uh, I'm Anna. That's Chris Cow. No. <laughs> Chris Cow. Sounds like Crisco. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> On that note, bye.